Hi, I'm Nicole Ferraro. And I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, we're talking with Jeff Baumgartner, a fellow senior editor at Light Reading, and we're going to be discussing some drama from the Canadian cable operators, (laughs) Rogers and Shaw. Who would have known that Canada would bring us the drama? Yet here they are bringing the drama and we're going to talk to Jeff all about it right now. (laughs) All right. Welcome to the What's the Story podcast. I have Jeff and Nicole with me. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hi, it's great to be here. Going well. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, so there's been some some drama in cable land between Rogers and Shaw. Can you give us uh, an overview on what's going on there? Maybe how how that drama all got started? Yeah, so you know, Rogers and Shaw are kind of they're they're in the this process of merging, you know. Uh, but aside from all that, um, you know, our mild once mild mannered. Uh, friends over at Rogers Communications, uh, the board has uh, uh, been in kind of upheaval and in, in, in this battle uh, involving, you know, the board members, but also a lot of the, you know, some of the family members of Rogers about, you know, who has ultimate control of that company right now. And uh, the big thing that's happened you know, recently was the British uh Columbia Supreme Court, you know, took the side of uh, Edward Rogers, who's the son of uh, late company founder Ted Rogers, that kind of paved the way for him to be reinstated as the uh, the company chairman and, and to allow him to put forth like a handful of, you know, handpicked uh, board members. And this all came together, you know, a few weeks after he had been ousted as the, uh, as the board chairman. And, uh, you know, but the court effectively said he could make those changes you know, on the board, you know, through a written resolution versus a, a calling of a, you know, a shareholder meeting. And, you know, just kind of tied into all that, you know, Edward is also the, uh, the chairman of what's called the Rogers Control Trust, which controls almost all of the voting shares in Rogers uh, Communications. So, you know, kind of illustrates, you know, how much power this guy really does wield and, you know, admit all that, um, the current CEO of Rogers, Joe Natale, he's still there, even though Edward Rogers tried to throw him out and, uh, put in the former CFO, Tony Staffieri. So apparently the reports were that, uh, uh, Natale learned about the plot to, to throw him out when the, the former CFO, like Bud dialed, did a butt dial and was talking <laughs> about the plan, uh, you know, Amazing. which is, is See Rudy is, Giuliani calling uh, the press. <laughs> just wild that, you know, all this stuff kind of surfaced, um, you know, outside of the, uh, the company. Cause up until now, you know, Rogers has been, like I said, kind of this mild mannered company, you know, no, no drama, you know, just kind of pushing forth. And, um, and now you have all this craziness going on and you know, we kind of have a little bit of, maybe some resolution for the moment. Uh, it looks like the CEO, Natalie is going to remain there for now, but uh, it does kind of remove, you know, maybe a little bit of uncertainty, you know, around kind of the governance of Rogers as they kind of move forward on the Shaw deal. 
Uh, it seems like they, you know, Rogers is the company is not going to uh, try to appeal, you know, the court decision. Uh, so for the moment, you know, it seems that, you know, kind of a calm after the storm, but you know, a week from now, I don't know. Well, ask me, you'd ask me again here in another week where things are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're following the succession timeline storyline, this would not be the end of the Rogers <laughs> drama if, if you want to keep it going. So, and I, you don't expect this level of, uh, of, of uh, drama from Canadians. I don't, I don't think so. That's a bit of a surprising <laughs> angle on all of this. Um, what do you see as the, the implications of this for what Rogers has been working on as well as for, you know, the cable industry in general? I don't know if this really has larger implications on, on the, the industry, but how do you see this sort of uh, spreading its, its, uh, its drama out outward? Yeah. Well, I, I think there's some hope that maybe some of the drama is kind of contained at the moment and, and it can at least get it through uh, the deal with, with Shaw. I think the, uh, because when you kind of look at how the drama went and how it unfolded, you know, nothing really changed outside of the new board members that Edward put in that he favored. And, uh, mm -hmm. but you know, the question is, all right, well, okay, now th does that remove a sufficient enough or is that, that enough to sufficiently remove kind of the overhang on the deal with Shaw and, you know, Shaw had, you know, confirmed that, you know, they were pressing ahead and committed to getting this deal done. And on top of that, you know, Shaw is also have, has family control there as well. So what happens when, when those two sides come together, you know, when Rogers is having trouble figuring it itself, uh, figuring out, it's path forward on, on its end, what's going to happen when they come together, you know? So I guess we'll have to stay tuned for that and to see if, uh, you know, any drama kind of spills out into the public again, or, you know, is it contained and, and they're one big happy families, I guess. <laughs> Between <Rogers laughs> and we'll see. Right. We'll, we'll see if yeah. Yeah, the equilibrium, equilibrium in, in Canada can, you know, return. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Is the expectation that some of this will be wrapped up, um, you know, by mid next year? When do you think we'll we'll hear another big, um, uh, I, I suppose, shift in this story? Yeah, I think right now that they're, they're they're still kind of kind of working through the approvals uh, to get mm -hmm. the deal done, and and uh, you know we still have a few weeks ahead for that. Um, you know, I think there might have been some hearings, you know, later this month that may may come up to kind of discuss the deal. Um, you know, I think uh, Bell Canada and, and TELUS, you know, still have some, some issues they want to have heard uh, there with the regulatory bodies in uh, Canada. Um, but quite honestly, I, don't, I don't, from what I've read and what I've seen, I, I don't foresee, you know, any massive barrier coming up that, that, that will stop it, you know, but now that this other craziness is resolved. Yeah, I mean, there could be another, somebody could make another blood dial. <laughs> One only hopes. Uh, please, let it happen it. now on air. Let's they, do it. They could be on Teams and forget they're on mute and say something like this too. It could go in many directions here. Yeah, let's bring back the cat filter, the cat lawyer. Maybe we can get one of those guys involved. Right. Um, the yep. possibilities are, are endless. Thank you, Jeff, for coming back to tell us all about it. Sure. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jeff. You're welcome. Thanks. Good to see you. Right. 
Thank you so much, Jeff, for taking the time to talk today. Thank you, Kelsey, for being a wonderful co-host. Thank you as well to our producer, Pierre Landreau, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you then.